American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group Studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 All right, here we go. Third hour, Armed American Radio's MonsterCast. Mark Walters sitting here on the Sig Sauer mic in the Car Firearms Group studios, which we have relocated to Dallas, Texas today. Greg in Dallas, a pleasure to have you here. Uh, yeah, Greg in Dallas. Uh, Greg in Dallas, a pleasure Mark to have me Dallas. here. Right, a pleasure <laughs> to have me here. Is that what it is? Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to be here with yeah. you today in Dallas, Texas. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure. I say that because I say that to all of my guests, and uh, it just kind of comes out. I know. It's a pleasure to have you here. What's it been, three years since you've been in these studios? You know, I've been a guest on, I've lost count how many radio shows I've done as a guest over the years. And I've said that to hosts that will have me in. Hey, Mark, it's great. It's, uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, I'll say it's 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 great to have you here. Yeah, <laughs> because I'm a host. I it, you, yeah. know, you just do it. It's just radio. It is what it is. Well, we were down here for the gun rights policy conference, which was the 37th. Jim Irvine, I think it was 37th or 38th. Yes, 37. 30, 37, I believe. All right. Well, all this is being presented today by X Insurance, and so was part of the gun rights policy conference. X Insurance has you covered. More about partners coming up. Let's go around the table. Who's with us today? Because we do not have. The regular, usual suspects here, because we're physically here together. Lee, the Gunwriter Williams, joins me today. Lee, how are you? You're in the studio with us. So happy to be here. It's Always been a, a great weekend. Yeah, it really has. Too fast, yeah. I might add. Absolutely. Jim Irvine, founder of Faster, and dare I say, uh, probably the the beginnings of Armed American Radio. We share great history together. It's great to have you here. It is an honor to be a uh, substitute roundtable member. There you go. It's yep. We got big shoes to fill, right? Uh, Dr. John Adine, Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership, all-around great guy, pediatric orthopedic surgeon who's given me some advice on my now not-quite-so-wounded arm. So thanks for that, and thanks for being here. Oh, I'm, I'm just having a great time. It's always good to to get together with all of, all my friends. And, and we're and here. And new friends, too. I met Lee the first time today. Yeah, that is so strange it's to me. great stuff. Everybody's on the show a lot, and it's the first time they get to meet each other. That's the beauty of getting together for these conventions. Jim, you want to comment on that? I think that's important. That's that's the beauty of after two years of COVID and virtual nonsense right. that we get yes. to be together face to face, to shake hands, to look each other's in the eye. You make a personal connection that we will remember for a lifetime. Don't now, forget the hugs, too. The hugs are good. All right. That's enough, guys. That's enough, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's enough, guys. Uh, no theater oh, of the mind for that one. I don't want to see Jim and Dr. John hugging over here. Uh, masks near and dear to your heart. I have to go here because he just said COVID nonsense. Yeah. I'm doing the physical therapy on Thursdays. So oh, man. Last Thursday, I went in to do the therapy, and she said, you need a mask? I said, no, I don't. She goes, yes, you do. Oh, do you have your own? I said, I don't walk around with masks in my pocket. Who does that? And the CDC doesn't require it. She goes, I know it's so good. Come Monday, we don't have to do it. I said, why not now? Yeah. Is the virus still floating around between yeah. now and Monday? Have you called Fauci? Where is Fauci, by the way? You ought to be in prison with Nagin. I, I, Spandau Ballet would be a far better place for him to be at right now. <laughs> oh, good heavens. All right, guys, here's what we're going to do, because I can see this hour going south really quick with all the camaraderie. <laughs> so let's do this. Let's go back to I want to talk about court cases today. Legal. There was a legal symposium on Friday that I missed, sadly. But not sadly, because it was my son's 18th birthday. So I had to be there and wouldn't have missed it for anything in the world. 
You were there, Jim Irvine, at the legal symposium. Tell us what it was, why it matters to listeners going forward into the next year as the ongoing battle for our rights is really heating up. It, it was really neat for me to be a part of. It's a legal scholar symposium. So we had attorneys, Stephen Halbrook, like um, the guys who brought us the road to Heller, the McDonald, the Buren. The Titan, guy, Titans. The Titans, true Titans in the industry that, that did what was considered impossible 15 years ago. They have done it. They've shifted the landscape. So it was 15 years is not a long time, too. Let's no, put that it, in perspective. It was most people. So many people were afraid of Heller. They didn't want it to happen. Groups opposed it and tried to kill it because everyone was afraid of what might happen. Well, we didn't have our rights anyway. That's we, if we had our rights, the Clinton's assault weapon ban could have never been in place for 10 years. We didn't mm-hmm. have what the Second Amendment says. We have it enormous steps back. So it was really the attorney's giddy over what we had done, but also the road ahead in what what avenues... Let's say post-Bruin environment, right? Is yes. what we're talking about? Because now what the left has worked on for several years is all of this money saying, well, guns kill people and they scare people and it's bad and psychology and all this other stuff. And the Supreme Court said none of it matters. So all of the money that Bloomberg and the universities have spent dealing with this stuff for the last decade is worthless now. It's done. It does not matter. What matters is the words in the history of our Constitution and what what our founding fathers meant. And it's totally changed the landscape. And now lawsuits that we lost. The legal, the legal landscape. Let me clarify yes. that. I think that's important to point out. Thank you. Because after Bruin, post-Bruin, the scope of cases coming up We waited. Mr. Gottlieb has been a guest on this show for many, many years every Sunday. And the strategy was to wait until the Bruin decision. And for those of you who might be new to this or what not might not know what we're talking about, we're talking about the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin case in New York, which wiped out the requirement in the state of New York to have to show proper cause in order to get a permit to exercise a constitutional right. Now, the argument I can hear people screaming now, you shouldn't have to get a permit anyway. And you're right. Hence why we have 25 states that are now constitutional carry. Florida will become 26, I believe, and hopefully after talking to a South Carolina rep this weekend who also works with SIG as their governmental affairs, it's likely South Carolina. There's movement there. It might be 26 or it might be 27. So we're hopeful. The point that I'm making is post-Bruin decision, Gottlieb waited and other organizations waited to file suit until we saw what happened in Bruin. How We knew Thomas was going to get that decision. And boy, did we get a good one. And that's where the landscape changed. Once we saw that, Pandora's box was opened. Now we can go back, as Gottlieb mentioned to me today personally, that we can go back and revisit cases we lost. We can reopen them, refile them. We can file new cases in new jurisdictions that we might not have filed without a Bruin decision. You stop me if you want to add anything to that. But I believe that explanation is succinct enough that we can move forward with the case I'm going to talk about here in just a minute. Just just. To put the exclamation point on that, in the in the 90 days after Bruin came out, we had two cases, both very huge, significant cases, where things were reversed and changed back to rulings in our favors. One by an Obama appointee, one by a Biden appointee. If those two guys as judges are admitting that the Second Amendment is what we say it is, that is a victory. 
Well, that's a judge doing their job, as they ought to be doing their job, Greg. And we ought to be able to trust that a judge, no matter who appoints the judge or nominates the judge. Okay? I, 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 that's a whole nother, that's a whole, because I, I hate that we know it's going to be a 5-4 decision based on who, who nominated a judge. But that's a different discussion. But you're right about that. We have three other cases in addition to those that were granted cert, remanded back, and vacated and remanded back for review at the lower courts because of Bruin, in addition to outright victories. So the landscape has, in fact, changed. Now that the landscape has changed, how much time do we have here? We've got got about about a minute. All right, so let's go into the Connecticut case, because the Second Amendment Foundation is now challenging Connecticut's ban on so-called assault weapons. Those of you listening in Connecticut, pay very careful attention to this. And then we're going to talk about New York. These are all tied together, guys. Every one of these are tied together and would not have happened had Bruin not been decided in our favor. That's why the left is going berserk. But this case in Connecticut, you go back to Newtown. You had an immediate reaction with a registration that was put in place and barely one to two percent in Connecticut, registered their quote-unquote assault weapons. There was a huge amount of noncompliance. Then an outright ban. Jim? It's massive resistance, just like we saw after the Civil War, and just like we saw after the the civil rights for giving black people, you know, the separate but equal. No, that's not okay. We're seeing the same thing from the same places on firearm rights. SAF is joined by the Connecticut Citizens Defense League and three private citizens, Eddie Grant Jr., Jennifer Hamilton, and Michael Stifel. Named as defendants are Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont, plus James Ravella, Commissioner of the State's Department of Emergency Services, and Public Protection Chief State's Attorney Patrick Griffin, several other officials. This is from the SAF, from the SAF News release. Plaintiffs are represented by attorneys Doug Dubitsky of North Wyndham, and others, we don't, won't mention the rest of the attorneys, but suffice to say, they're all good. The lawsuit was filed in U.S. District Court for the District of Connecticut, and the assault weapons ban bill dates back all the way back to 1993, and it picked up steam after Newtown and was enhanced. Now, there was an additional case filed, from what I understand, a magazine ban that was filed separate. When we come back, I'll explain what's likely going to happen here, and I'm going to give you my prediction. We'll get our prediction from the panel here on Armed American Radio's Dallas version. From the Car Firearms Group Studios and the Six Hour Mic of the Roundtable. We'll be back. Let's go, Brandon. I yield back. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. 
AAR listeners, you're tuned in to personal security. It's why you carry a gun or maybe own a fire extinguisher. Why wouldn't you do the same with the financial assets you've accumulated over the years? Cornerstone Asset Metals is managed by accredited asset management specialists that serve your needs in protecting and preserving your wealth through dedicated, customized strategies just like they do for me. Founder and CEO Terry Strake and his team are here to serve you. Visit cornerstoneassetmetals.com for more information and to talk to an advisor. Cornerstoneassetmetals.com for more. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. It's well known that we live in a world where even good police officers can become targets for frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom liability insurance for police officers to eliminate your exposure, to help prevent you from becoming a target, and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We do this in part by encouraging our law enforcement clients to take the X-Insurance See It, Say Something pledge. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us, and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing insurance policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. At X-Insurance, we believe in good police officers, and we believe in protecting good police officers. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. Mike Gallagher wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia, supports Armed American Radio and the Second Amendment, and I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters. Indeed, the Car Firearms Group Studios in Dallas, Texas, a six-hour mic lit up for you. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom, all presented by X-Insurance. Make sure to check out xinsurance.com. I did the work for you. Just go to armedamericanradio.com, click on the X-Insurance banner. We did all the work. It takes you right where you need to go so you don't have to sift through anything. X-Insurance has you covered. Check out their new true umbrella. Talk about that probably coming up later this week. In fact, tomorrow we will when we get back to AAR Ranch. For now, I want to go back to these court cases, with a, which is a great roundtable. We've got 
you know, I can't call you guys standards. You guys have been on the program for years, but you're sitting here with me in the studio, and that makes it fun. Lee, the gunwriter Williams, welcome in. Always a pleasure, brother. Jim Irvine, welcome in. Good to be here. And Dr. John Adine, Doctors for Responsible Gun Owners, welcome it's, in. It's always an awesome time. It always is fun. It's always fun. Let's go back to Connecticut now, because the Connecticut assault weapons ban case, and it was actually put into place in 1993. It's unconstitutional. These are guns in common use at the time. We have three Supreme Court victories that, well, two of the three that mention specifically guns in common use. That includes Heller and now Bruin. And the left is throwing it back in the face. Gottlieb and the Second Amendment foundation is not going to stand. Not in a post-Bruin environment because of the two-step test. Now the historical context that courts, the lower courts must look at when they view the Second Amendment. Connecticut's assault weapons ban, guns in common use at the time, will not withstand that Bruin test. This case is monumental, as it is in the Fourth Circuit with Maryland's case, which was G V Ard granted or, or cert was granted, vacated, and remanded back to the courts for further review. This is powerful stuff, guys, because one of these cases is going to fall, and as you guys mentioned during the breaks, it's going to be a domino effect, and guess what happens? Jim, you first. It, it's it, if like so they said, if a firearm is commonly owned by people for legal purposes, it is legal, period, end of story. What's commonly owned? It's been defined. It's 200,000. Guess what, folks? 25 there's, million. There's a lot more than 200,000 AR-15s. There's, all, there's tens of millions of, quote-unquote, high-capacity, what we call standard-capacity magazines. The idea that they just can ban them is dead. We are going to win. We it's will done. win this case. 25 million AR-15 modern sporting rifles in private ownership, in private hands in the United States. I'm, I'm proud to say about seven, eight, nine of them are in my hands. Now, the magazine capacity, standard capacity, high capacity, this is another misnomer. They've stolen the language. That was also filed in Connecticut, separate from the AR-15. What's likely to happen to those two cases is they will be joined. And this case will move through the courts. We will win a victory on this. I, I'm, I, that's my prediction on this, Lee. Oh, without a doubt, the decision's already been made in Bruin. It's just a matter of getting them to follow through correctly. Follow through correctly. John, you want to comment on that? What is follow through correctly? Let's let John take that one on. Well, I think we're still going to run into some judges who want to kind of push the push their ideology. Of course. And so uh, what's going to happen is they're going to bump up against uh, higher level courts or what will happen is there'll be split decisions. And guess where it goes of, at, at that point? It's going to go back to the Supreme Court. And what do you think, uh, you know, Justice Thomas is going to have to say about that? It's going to be a really nice show when that happens. I want to see that fireworks. Yes. I really do. Yes. Greg, you're saying yes on this. We know what's getting ready to happen here. The, the question I have always had when it comes to the courts is how long is this going to take? Now, did that come up in the legal symposium about how long these cases will take to be to be decided as they move through the system? Well, the price of uh, liberty is eternal vigilance. So this will never end. We will keep going on for a long time. But uh, I, I think people are excited that the left is so stupid in fighting this, they're begging to get smacked down by Clarence Thomas again. And sure, let's give let's give Thomas a chance to write some more stuff for him. And uh, I agree with you. They're going to combine those two cases in Connecticut. And uh, when they do, I think we're going to be able to call that a double-barreled double victory. 
double-barreled victory. I'm going to guess the pun was intended because this is Armed American Radio, and, well, you're just Jim Irvine, and that's what we do here, right? <laughs> it absolutely was. Lee, did you want to comment on that at all? No. I, because not the Jim Irvine double-barreled victory. Uh, that was a very good pun, Jim. Uh, kudos. No, I'm good. This, this guy's is a victory to me now. Yeah. Let's move on to a second case. that uh, And, Greg, again, you and I talked about this case on the weekday show, but this was the West Virginia case and the 18- to 20-year-old ban, also critical. Now, I put it in personal perspective, right, whenever I can. Sure. 18-year-old son. Yep. My son can go out and buy a rifle. Oh, Friday. Yeah. He's able to do that. Yep. But he can't buy a handgun. But he's going to be forced, he is being forced, to sign up for a draft at 18. Because if the government wants him at his age... They can take him under the right circumstances. Mark, if he doesn't file that, he's committing a federal felony. Go ahead. I think we have have to ask: Did he go get him something? Well, only because Dad had to leave this okay. weekend to come here and hang out with you fine folks in All the right. studio. Does he not have something really new and fun and exciting? So we're going to take him say, down to Daniel oh, and let him get acquainted oh, with. Oh, with well, you know, I don't know about Daniel. But <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to take talking about Daniel Defense, one of our great partners. I'll be down there on on uh, the twentieth. But uh, no, we're gonna we're gonna go and, and uh, search and have some fun, and and that's just a a fun rite of passage. Absolutely. Okay. Now, when I was a kid, my dad took me out to have a drink because the drinking age was eighteen, and I also that this is a good opportunity to make the point: man-made law. Oh, all of a sudden, somebody says you can't do that. We're at the same place here with eighteen to twenty-year-olds mm-hmm. in Florida, where you live, Lee. Prior to Parkland, eighteen-year-olds to twenty-year-olds could buy. They can't now. No, thanks to uh, our Senator Rick Scott, who was the governor back then. Republican. Yeah. And now he was pandering to the media. Absolutely. He knuckled right under. I guess he thought he was going to pick up additional Democrat votes in Democrat-controlled counties that he had no chance to win. Or was it just because he's a wimp and not a true leader like DeSantis? Because DeSantis would have said, and I, I stake myself on this, DeSantis would have said, there is absolutely no way I will take away the rights of 20 million Floridians, the constitutional rights of individuals who can fight and die for this country, not going to happen. Scott did. Yeah. And to me, that was a that was a, a, literally a cave into the media. He felt tremendous pressure after Parkland, which I can understand that from a human standpoint. However, that's not a leader. It was the largest civil rights violation in Florida's history. Which is why this case in West Virginia is so important. It's not a Florida case. It's not a Texas case, which, by the way, is still moving through the courts relative to 18 yep. to 20 year olds. There's state action on that as well. But it's a federal case. And that's what matters. And we've got two solid plaintiffs here. That are likely going to prevail. Post Bruin yet again, because of the deprivation of constitutional rights. Why should it? And now my 18 year old son can flee the home. He can file for whatever he wants. He can get married. He can get divorced. He can start a business. He can borrow money. He can buy lottery tickets. He can win lottery tickets. He can spend his money. He can go bankrupt, but he can't buy a gun. He can buy a home to move into and get married without my permission and can't buy a gun to defend his home. That's wrong. And this case will write it. The case is known. Well, we're going to get ready to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk further about the case. The implications to this are huge. In all post-Bruin environment. I don't believe that these cases would have been filed had Bruin not been decided. You guys shake, you agree with that? You shake your heads up? Absolutely right. Yeah, I, I agree with that as well. When we come back, we've got, gosh, just another half hour left. 
here on Armed American Radio's Dallas version of the Roundtable with Lee, Jim, John, and Greg. We'll be right back. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. From Crossbreed Holsters comes the Women's Appendix. With softer leather and smoother corners, the Women's Appendix holster was designed specifically with the female body in mind. This holster is intended for popular small firearms and has no cant, so it can be worn on the front side of the body. Featuring a Crossbreed hand-molded pocket for a perfect fit, we ensure the Women's Appendix is your answer for any woman who wants to carry a small firearm in a front position. This versatile holster can be worn in the standard appendix or cross-draw fashion. Find your perfect fit today at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that 
micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit mypillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800 978 9358 and remember, use promo code AAR. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Don't forget to use the promo code AAR at MyPillow.com. Welcome back. Welcome back. Go buy a pillow. Greg, you bought, dare I say, a few hundred dollars worth of I stuff did. a couple of weeks ago, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I got like four pillows and some slippers and And you use the AAR promo code. Absolutely. Got a huge discount. And you know, you did get a big discount. That's no joke, guys. You get, a, you get a discount on everything that moves. And no matter what commercial you see Mike talk about, doesn't matter what it is, if you see a use promo code, T, just use AAR. Yep. You will get those discounts. And what that does is shows them when they see the purchase that you are supporting them for supporting the right to bear arms. And he's been with us now. I I, I had to go back and look. I I guess seven to eight years. It's been quite some That's time. That's a great run. It is it's a great run and it, no sign whatsoever of slowing down. And when I see what the FBI did, the phone and mm. good heavens, Mike Lindell can't say and think what he wants to. Without government intrusion, yeah, now, it's it's absurd. I, it, it's as simple as I'm going out and buying another pair of slippers, which I did. Now I've got three of them lined up in the studio. I, I'm right there with you. I'm Black looking ones, at brown ones, and gray and ones, other, <laughs> and more towels, and just whatever I can to help the guy. Well, I'm getting ready to buy the percale. I like that. The, the six full body mug, full body pillow. I'm not going to awesome. go there, John. <laughs> Keeps me from rolling out of the bed. <laughs> okay, we'll leave it at that. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom in the Car Firearms Group Studios on the Six Hour Microphone. All of it presented to you by X Insurance. I've got a a really cool live makeshift roundtable here with veteran guests of the program. Lee the Gunwriter Williams, welcome, Lee. It's a pleasure. Always good to be here. This is my favorite part of the show. Oh man, and and to be here with everybody yeah. is, is really fun Fantastic. and refreshing. Jim Irvine. It's a blast as always. You know what? It's always fun, but man, it's just so much more fun in studio with yeah, everybody. We can love sit and, and 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 bounce ideas off of each other without having to to be on the phone. And Dr. John Adine, it's always a pleasure, my friend. Yeah, that's great. Just looking across the table and seeing Greg's smiling face with that beard and the whole nine yards. He the, does smile a lot. I he's, know he's a happy guy because. Let's face it. How could you not be happy doing this show? I mean, this is such a great opportunity just to get the word. How could you not be happy just being Greg? Well, well, you know. Greg, you got a new watch today. I did. I I got a new watch, and the second hand works, or the minute hand works, I mean. So it's not flopping all over the the face dial I gave gave Greg a a dive watch. He's a diver. He's one of those silly people that likes to see what's underneath the water. I don't like to do that. Yeah. But I I sent him a dive watch, and the second hand just kind of fell and went, yeah. I don't know what happened to it that day. I go to he broke set it. it. Yeah, probably. And uh, I send a video like, hey, Mark, something's wrong here. And this thing's just flopping all around the face. Just all around. Just all over. No time being told at <laughs> now all. Now he's got a new yeah. one. We brought it for him today. And, and I was. I appreciate it too, man. Thank you. Too cheap to ship it. So I brought it with me to Dallas. Right? It was easy enough for you just to bring it with you it instead of sending it in the mail. Well, I'm glad you got the watch. Yep. Now. Enjoy it, but quit diving and jumping out of airplanes. We I've got to finish running. my jumping out of the airplanes thing. All right, here we go back to, I want to go back to this uh, West Virginia case. And somewhere out there I can hear somebody saying, it's about time. It's about time, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's what the roundtable is all about. Second they're, Amendment. They're just jealous they're not here having fun with yeah. us today. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. SAF asked the court to declare handgun ban for young adults unconstitutional. This We had some conversation during the break, which is always fun to do, about this 18 to 20 ban. And guys, I'm going to tell you, I'm confident in this. I, I don't... You, you never know what a jury's going to do. You never know what side of a bed a judge is going to wake up on. And any attorney worth their salt will tell you, you want to avoid that at all costs if you can because of those reasons. However, I feel pretty solid about this. And we've got some experience with some of these cases over the years. Jim, you were at the legal symposium. I know these things were talked about. I, what's your gut feeling on these? Are 18 to 20-year-olds going to be able to exercise their constitutional rights in the near future yet again because of the SAF? Yes, absolutely. If you go back to the founding fathers, 18-year-olds not only were permitted, they were required to own a gun because they were members of the militia. And they were required to own guns. So West Virginia is really interesting because for the federal government to argue against this now. This is good. Listen to listen up to this guys. I knew you were going to go here. Let's talk they, about it. They're going to have to argue all those people that, you know, re, you know, nat, the it's been national or the background checks and mandatory background checks. Their argument is that an 18, 19, 20-year-old who today can do a private transfer with no background check, but it's uns- in, now let me let in, me in West Virginia. In West Virginia. In West Virginia, right. right. But now it's going to be wrong or illegal for him to go to a gun store where they are required to go through a background check. Correct me They're if I'm prohibiting wrong. Prohibiting the background check now. You can get a carry permit in West Virginia at 18. Absolutely. You can buy a gun from a pri- in a lawful private transfer. Yes, a lawful private transfer is legal in West Virginia for even for 18, 19, to 20 year olds. Even but you for can't walk into. I just want to make sure listeners are following me here. And you, you cannot walk into a gun shop though. And fill out a form 4473 and purchase a firearm at 18. Have the ATF do a background check on you, verify that you are a legal gun owner, which the the, uh, the private transfer cannot do. That is what's prohibited. It, it's absolutely insane, the box that the government's put themselves in. Oh, that's going to be fun. Well, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. It, it, I, I, it's hard logically to comprehend that anything but victory can come from something like this. And again, I have to point out, in a post-Bruin environment. And this is what happens when the anti-gun people go ridiculous steps in gymnastics trying to find some way to curtail a right that they have no right to do. The handgun ban impermissibly infringes upon the right to keep and bear arms of all law-abiding, peaceable individuals age 18 to 20. And Gottlieb says it's flatly unconstitutional under the Second Amendment. And Supreme Court opinions in the 08 Heller case and 2022 Bruin decision. Now, something that comes to mind on this that is kind of an offshoot, but I want to go here because it just popped up in my head. I'm here in the state of Texas. If I walk into a gun shop with you, John, you're a Texas resident, and I see a really nice gun. You say, look at this gun. It's only available in this shop right here in San Antonio. It's a handgun. I'm not able to purchase that handgun here because I I don't have a Texas driver's license. You can't. But don't we both have to fill out the same 4473 federal background check? Why can't I buy the gun from a Texas dealer here, pass the background check, and take the gun home with me? You're absolutely right. Why can't we do that? Because there's a stupid law that says you can't. Somebody made up a rule that says that you cannot buy a handgun outside of your own state. 
In fact, I don't even have to go through the background check because oh, I, I have a license to carry. I think I know why that. I think I know why that was put in place. Lee, the gunwriter Williams. I think I'm pretty sure I know why that was put in place. It's to keep killings in Democrat-run cities from happening. <laughs> oh well, then there's that. You know, Greg, yeah. You see those gangbangers at, at that FFL buying their guns and going through the background checks, don't you? It's a constant problem. I mean, I, I lived up in Delaware. Okay, very small state. Used to go to gun shows in PA all around the area. You can't buy. You find the pistol you want. Ultimately, every single time, the guy's from PA. Mm-hmm. Then you got to find a Delaware gun dealer there. May or may not have one. They'd have to transfer the firearm. You'd have to play all this rigmarole. And it's just further, it's an infringement, yeah, what, clear what, and simple infringement. What Lee is saying is you can buy the gun. I can, I can buy mm-hmm. the gun in Texas, but I can't buy it in Texas. I can buy it in Texas, but I can't buy it in Texas. What has to happen is I have to pay for the gun. I have to have that dealer. I have to provide him an FFL from a dealer in my home state and pay for the shipment, pay for the transfer fee. Then fill out the 4473, which I could have filled out in Texas right there on the spot and got the same result instantly as a law-abiding citizen. Instead, I've got to wait till the gun is transferred. I have to wait for the phone call from my dealer that says, oh, Mr. Walters, your gun's in. You can come pick it up. Then I come in and fill out the 4473 and pick it up. Ten days later, instead of being able to pick it up live, now the Second Amendment Foundation has filed suit on that. That's been stagnant for a while, Jim, for quite some time. I I, I need to follow up on that. It is a great lawsuit, but I have to follow up and find out why that's not moving faster. But that, in fact, I think is also going to fall. Once the 18 to 20 ban falls, which it will, I'm hopeful that you'll see some of these other cases. Like we were talking during a break, this is a domino effect. You're going to start seeing other cases being filed and falling like crazy. And the anti-gunners are going to go nuts. Jim, go ahead. Dominoes and then waterfalls. I mean, it's it's a seismic shift, what we're going to see. That sounds like a song. Go ahead. Yeah. I I seem to remember that there was a a case in the Fifth Circuit about somebody from Washington, D.C. trying to buy, you know, wanting to buy a gun in Texas. Yeah. And I believe that's the case that was filed in Texas. I'll have to follow up on that. Yeah. I mean, it was like four four or five years ago. There's just been so many exciting victories that I'm losing track. Armed American Radio's MonsterCast. We have one more segment, Greg, here in the Dallas, Texas version of the roundtable in the Car Firearms Group studios on this Sig Sauer microphone, all presented by X Insurance. Back after this on the other side. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey, who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic, and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slayer's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slayer's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. 
Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. AAR listeners, you're tuned in to personal security. It's why you carry a gun or maybe own a fire extinguisher. Why wouldn't you do the same with the financial assets you've accumulated over the years? Cornerstone Asset Metals is managed by accredited asset management specialists that serve your needs in protecting and preserving your wealth through dedicated, customized strategies just like they do for me. Founder and CEO Terry Strake and his team are here to serve you. Visit CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for more information and to talk to an advisor. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for more. Armed American Radio listeners, I'm proud to announce a new partner here on the Armed American Radio Daily Defense Program, Revelation1911Armory.com. Family owned and operated. The family started the company in order to protect our Second Amendment rights, and it's grown into a full-fledged online business. We want everybody to be able to exercise and express their God-given rights. Revelation1911Armory.com does that. What's available for you? Ammo, handguns, rifles, shotguns, magazines, accessories, and more. Revelation1911Armory.com. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck Holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. Dr. Sebastian Gorka letting you know that the Desperado Sport Fishing Crew in Virginia Beach, Virginia supports Armed American Radio and our right to bear arms. Now, back to Mark Walters. Now, that is Dr. Sebastian Gorka, who I will be with, Greg, uh, great Salem radio host. Yep. Who I see every year at SHOT. Yeah. In Vegas. And Sebastian Gorka, myself, and... Mr. Alan Gottlieb will be speaking yep. together this coming Saturday. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Six think, days from now at uh, Car Firearms. And so. Justin Moon, Car Firearms CEO, will be there. And I think he was on uh, Sebastian's show the other day, if I remember hearing yeah, correctly. Yeah, likely, likely was talking about Of course, we hear Justin on the show here yep. on the roundtable. I gave everybody the day off. I said, hey, we're going to be down in Dallas, so you guys enjoy it. We'll see you 
on Saturday. So it's going to be a busy month. Yes. We, we depart Dallas, get on a shuttle at 3 a.m. <laughs> in the morning for a 4.58 boarding Ugh. and a 5.20 departure. That's early, brother. That's brutal, bro. And then get right back on an airplane and head up to Newark for the drive up to Greeley, Pennsylvania. Not an easy place to get to, but I'll tell you what, that drive up there at this time of year. It's going to be nice. Absolutely beautiful. Yep. Next week after that, we'll be at Sig Sauer, and we're on the Sig Sauer microphone right now and in the Car Firearms Group studios. We'll yes, be we at are. Sig for a Freedom Day event. AWR Hawkins will be there. We will be broadcasting the show from Sig as we're manning the Second Amendment Foundation booth at that event, the Freedom Festival. So that's going to be a great time. It's going to be awesome. And then Daniel Defense the following week for the banquet, which is not open to the public, but you can still donate, ladies and gentlemen, at the double D Foundation dot org. And last year we raised just shy of a million bucks. That's we, amazing. We expect it. Uh, you know what really got me at the auction? Guys, you guys might appreciate this. Anybody here a Charlie Daniels fan? It's hard not to be, right? Jim, you okay. can talk now. You can take you the can mic, be, Jim. Huge Charlie Daniels <laughs> fan. And uh, it's it's funny, at the GRPC in my talk today, a guy who is a, a friend of Charlie Daniels who reached out to me, I haven't talked to him in years, texted me after my talk and was like, great talk. He's out there listening, heard the thing, and it was... Uh, it was neat because he, he knew him personally and told me a lot of stories about it. Charlie Daniels, just an, a great American. We are, we are a better oh, country because I'm going to make you music, feel a lot better because who he is. He's such a neat guy. You're now going to think he's an even greater American. We, we lost him, unfortunately, recently. But yep. I'm going to make you make you'll feel a little bit even better about Charlie Daniels. He was good friends with Daniel Defense owners and he signed two fiddles right before he died. One of them. The last one he put his name to was auctioned off at the Daniel Defense Double D Foundation Banquet. And when I tell you the price of what it went for, I didn't realize at the time that I could have been. I was helping the guys. I was out in the crowd running the auction. Hey, we got 2000 over here. I was helping the guys, the runners, because the bids were coming in like crazy from all over the floor. And I was emceeing the event, doing the same thing this year. That You know what that fiddle went for? I couldn't believe 2500 bucks. Wow. Oh, I, I would have bought it, in my, a bought it in a heartbeat. That thing's worth 10 times that amount. Oh, I, I the bid. last fiddle he signed. Americana. It, it really, truly is. And I'm sure it's worth an awful lot more money than it was. I couldn't believe that. Now, prices went up, as I said, with some really cool stuff. Some of the things that we were auctioning, and I'm sure we'll do it again. Hunts. Two-day hunts with SEAL Team 6. Oh, Okay, and it was so sealed. What are you hunting? We, we yeah. can't tell you, and we couldn't tell you where the hunt was, but it was definitely something you wanted to do. What are we dropping into? Yeah. So including, yeah, right, including <laughs> that would be fun. Including <laughs> Daniel Defense two Daniel Defense rifle packages worth about fourteen thousand dollars on those hunts. That's what these bids, and this is what the Double D Foundation does. So, guys, you can help out five bucks, fifty bucks, five thousand. The Double D Foundation dot org, and it all benefits the youth shooting sports. Guys, there's another case I want to close out with today that I think matters, and this is a challenge by the SAF backing, I should say, the Second Amendment Foundation backing a federal challenge of Illinois transit CCW ban. Have you guys seen this? Now, what does that mean? What that means is you can't ride public transportation if you have a firearm. So my Second Amendment rights stop on the bus. Or the tram or the train. Trains are huge in Illinois. A single location where you actually want to be able to defend yourself, uh, they're trying to shut that down, or they have. They have in Illinois. And when you're, you're correct, Lee. You're talk, when, and what are we talking about in Illinois? Where are trains popular in Illinois? Chicago. Yep. Famously famous in Chicago. And this is yet again another way. I kind of liken it to the sensitive locations that Hateful Hockle is putting up in New York, which all, by the way, will fall 
due to the Second Amendment Foundation case. That will happen. She will lose. No question about it. Depends on what we get at the lower court as to whether or not it has to be appealed. If they lose, no doubt the state will appeal. You're going to see appeals from the state in West Virginia. You're going to see these appeals go up through the federal level. But I am hopeful that, because I promise you, Thomas is itching to get another one up at that up at the Supreme Court. Hopefully we don't have to, and the other side, other side sees their efforts are futile. But why would, again, I, I want your opinion on this, guys. Is this just another example of the Democrat gun prohibitionist, professional gun prohibitionist lobby saying, ah, let's throw more spaghetti at the wall, let's just keep making it difficult. Isn't this just more proof positive that they're never going to stop, Dr. John? Absolutely. Uh, they're r- trying to run out the clock. They're hoping that Thomas dies and that uh, Biden can appoint a, a, a liberal judge yep. or somebody else on that court may die. You are right. They're, tr- they're trying to uh, you know, make the process the punishment. You know, the more that they can drag it out, the more money it costs you and me. Because it's interesting. They use taxpayer dollars to, to do these cases. And then and that's our money. And then we have to give more money to the Second Amendment Foundation to get our rights back to the stuff that they shouldn't have messed well, with in the beginning. One thing that's beautiful, and, and Jim, I don't know if you've been privy to it. I have. I'm fortunate to have seen it. But I've actually seen the checks signed by Rahm Emanuel at the time to the tune of hundreds of thousands of taxpayer dollars from Chicago taxpayers when they lose every single case because it was the Second Amendment Foundation. Guys, are you seeing the common denominator here? It's the Second Amendment Foundation that's winning 85% of pro-gun rights victories in courtrooms across the country. That's not us pushing the sec. That's who's winning these victories. That's why you should be supporting this organization. But I'll go back, digress a little, go back to Chicago. The victories that we have won in Chicago as a direct result of the SAF lawsuits included wiping out the gun ban in Chicago in the McDonald v. Chicago case 10 years after hell, or in 2010, I should say. They they don't care about spending taxpayer dollars, wasting it like crazy, and then paying it back in legal fees. They'll never stop, Jim. No, think if they've used that to train their law enforcement officers and did some community policing. To clean up the streets and fix what's happening on the streets that we report every week. You, go, you look at this subway thing, why would they do it? I hearken back to AWR's comments. They don't care when those people die. Agenda, they, they really politics, don't. ideologues, agenda over lives. Lee, the gun writer, Williams. Well, and it's so sad, too. It's like they're playing with house money. That's how they're acting. It's not like it. It is. Yeah. To them, it is. Yeah. It's monopoly money. It's not real. Do you know why? Because it's not theirs. But they think, ah, see, that's where we have to hold another hour. They do think it's their money. That's why they play with it the way they do. And our money is their money, too. That's They, they want our money. To, to mess with things. So. Greg is just telling me, guys, that we have 30 seconds left before the break. So yep. let me take this opportunity to thank Fast. each and every one of you, not only for being here in the studio, but for being at the GRPC this year. As a board member of the committee that puts it on, honored to be in your presence. Dr. John Adine, you're doing great work at DRGO. Keep talking to kids and parents about the right to bear arms when you can, not only do you fix their bones, you can fix them when it comes to I guess the misinformation that they've been fed for so long. You have a great platform to do it. Jim Irvine, Faster Saves Lives. We didn't get an opportunity to talk about that, but we've had you on before, and we're going to have you on again to talk about that because you are, in fact, saving lives. Real quick, what does FASTER stand for? Faculty Administrator, Safety Training and Emergency Response. We're going to end active killings in our school. And it works. Lee, the Gunwriter Williams, you're going to be on again next week with me. Great stuff. Armed American News, Second Amendment Foundation investigative journalist. We love everything you do. And Greg? 
I'm going to have to get up and give you a big fat hug before we head out of here. <laughs> Always a pleasure to be here with you, man, and, yeah, and to man. be here in the Salem Radio Network headquarters. Armed American Radio is going to get up and do it again tomorrow. Why? Because they don't want me to do it. So I'm going to leave you with this as I often do. Carry on, carry often, carry absolutely everywhere. Never, ever, ever leave your cave without your club. No self-respecting caveman would have ever left his cave without his club because his cavewoman wants him to come home with food and protection. Armed American Radio will see you on the radio tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your day. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey. Who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. From Crossbreed Holsters comes the Women's Appendix. With softer leather and smoother corners, the Women's Appendix holster was designed specifically with the female body in mind. This holster is intended for popular small firearms and has no cant, so it can be worn on the front side of the body. Featuring a Crossbreed hand-molded pocket for a perfect fit, we ensure the Women's Appendix is your answer for any woman who wants to carry a small firearm in a front position. This versatile holster can be worn in the standard appendix or cross-draw fashion. Find your perfect fit today at CrossbreedHolsters.com. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck Holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. 